And that was our introduction, folks. I know you're ready for some fun programs and songs in the upcoming hours, and we'll get started right after a message from our sponsors. Sam, I've got someone I'd like you to meet. Oh, sure, boss. Come on in. Great. Joy, this is Sam, our Saturday morning announcer. Joy, Sam. This is quite an honor. I listen to you every weekend. Well, except the mornings when I'm out of the country or something. But anyway, I'm so glad to have this opportunity. <laughs> hey there. I'm glad to meet you too. Opportunity, huh? What exactly are we talking about, Chelsea? Oh, didn't you get the email? She's gonna be your new radio announcing assistant. That's right, I can do weather. It looks like it's partially cloudy today, which isn't good for the sunbathers out there, but hey, you should probably do more with your lives than lying around all day. You can't, <clears throat> can she say stuff like that on the air, boss? Sure I can, I know how to use a microphone. You just get really close to it like this to pick up the bassy qualities of my timbre. All right, well, it looks like you've got this all under control. See you around at the water fountain. Wait, don't leave. So, Sammy, what are we talking about today on the air? Looks like you've got some uh, sports scores, talking about celebrities, some political jargon. Does anyone really listen to this kind of garbage? This garbage is only my whole morning's preparation. <laughs> I worked hard on this stuff, and by the way, it's Sam, not Sammy. Whatever you say, Sammy. Look, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, except maybe you'd want to find a different way to do it. A different way? Sure. Like, instead of doing it the way you do it, maybe do something more like me. Tell some jokes. Maybe weird accents like this. Accents? Uh, yeah. Well, not quite like that. You just sound like you're upset about something. Try talking through your nose more. Oh, or better yet, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. Here's my announcer slash narrator voice. It's something else. You ready? Something tells me I'm not. Hold on, I need to get in the zone. Here it comes. Hi, Joy, what's going on? Hey, Chelsea, just listening to the radio. That's it? You don't have a big project going on or something? Mm, no. Is there some sort of science fair that I forgot? Oh, no. I just figured that something was going on. You know, like there always is on Saturdays at Mr. Jacob's garage. Nope, just a regular morning. Uh, Sam was telling Mr. Jacobs about a dream she had earlier. Something about her being a radio announcer? I didn't catch all the details. Like a person that talks on the radio? Uh, yeah. Pretty weird dream, huh? Yeah, I never thought about that before. Thought about what? There are people who wake up every day and for their job, they talk on the radio. That's gotta be so weird. Yeah, I could never talk on the radio. I wouldn't know what to say, and I'd be afraid I'd say the wrong thing. I'd just get really stressed out. I'm pretty sure they'd be able to cut any mistakes out. You know, like when you make videos on your phone or whatever. I don't think that's exactly what happens. It'd be nice if that's how life worked, though. What do you mean? Just that if you said something you didn't mean to say, you could just cut it out like it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. That would make it a lot easier. I get in trouble all the time for saying things that my mom thinks aren't appropriate. Yeah, I know how that goes. Want to listen to the radio for a bit? Sure. Thanks for your help, Mr. Jacobs. I'll get these books back to you as soon as I finish with them. My pleasure, Sam. Hope they help. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Hi, Sam. Morning, Chelsea. How are you? I'm good. What's with the books? Oh, these. 
Yeah, Mr. Jacobs is trying to help me with a public speaking problem. Public speaking? Yeah, my pastor asked me if I could share my testimony in front of the whole church next week. And I'm a little nervous. Is that why you're having dreams about stuff like being a radio announcer? You know what? Probably. Huh, I hadn't made that connection before. I just thought I'd give her some help by lending her a couple books about speeches and such. Eh, gonna give them a try anyway. Sounds like you need an invention that Joy and I were talking about earlier. Invention? Yeah, we were saying that it would be great to have something that, when you said something you didn't mean to say, it would just cut it, and it would be like it never happened. Wow, let me know when they come out with one of those. I'll take three. <laughs> that would be a fantastic invention, that's for sure. But until we figure out that aspect of time manipulation, I think we're stuck with old-fashioned thinking before speaking. See, that's something I don't get. Oh? Yeah, my mom always says stuff like, Chelsea, you've got to think before you say things. And I'm always like, well, yeah, that's how I say them. I think them, then I say them. That's how talking works most of the time. How'd that go over? I got grounded for a week. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, when someone like your mom says something like that, what they mean is you need to think about how what you are going to say is going to make other people feel. Oh, well, why didn't she just say that? That's so much easier to understand. Yeah, it's not easier to do, though. No, it isn't. But there are things we can do to make it easier. Like what? I think I know one way. God tells us in a few verses like James 1.19 that we need to take our time before talking. A lot of the time, we don't pay attention to what others are saying, and we just want to blurt out how we feel without really knowing how someone else feels. That's very true, Sam. If we're going to share God's love with other people, we need to show that love by, at the very least, being polite enough to listen to them and care about what they have to say. Then if we stop to think about what we're going to say, we can avoid arguments and looking foolish as well. Yeah. Sorry, were you going to say something before I cut in? No, that's totally fine. I was going to mention what you did and, and then I was going to say I had a drama script that might help explain another way we can use our words the way God wants us to. Great! And we can listen to the radio while we wait for you to find it. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the amazing drama, The Two Water Well, an adapted biblical illustration about consistency. A long time ago, in a faraway land, there was a vast desert. It's a huge, sandy wasteland. Nothing can grow out here. Even camels have a hard time crossing it. Fortunately, there was a desert guide who could help people find their way. I have dedicated my life to finding paths and shortcuts across the sands. I have explored most of it myself. It's not easy work, but every once in a while you make an amazing discovery. And it was on one of those exploratory trips she came upon a very small oasis hidden amongst the rocks. By the Nile! Water in the desert! I'd better take a taste. Mmm, it's sweet! The best water I've ever tasted! This is going on my map for sure. I'll have to come up with a name for it. Sweet water? Yeah! Not long after the discovery, the guide was hired by a merchant to lead them across the desert. I'm looking to start a park full of lizards from around the world, and I hear the desert's full of them. Interesting! 
It'll cost you, though. That's fine by me. I will spare no expense. So they set out. As the guide showed her wealthy customer around the desert, she made it a point to stop at Sweetwater on the way. Sweetwater, eh? Sounds like a paradise in such a desolate place like this. Oh, you will not be disappointed. Trust me. Upon arriving at the oasis, both travelers scrambled to the water and filled their cups. But the experience was less than either had hoped. Gah! Oh, this water is as salty as the ocean. Is this some kind of joke? I don't understand. This was a pure, cool spring last time I was here. Let me update my map. Salt water spring. <laughs> yeah, a little late. A few months later, the guide was hired again. Business has been slow after that last trip. Word gets around when you accidentally give your customer bad water in the middle of a desert. That's okay. I'm a salt merchant. If you've got a salt spring, that means there's something we can mine. Take me to Saltwater Spring. And so the guide did what she was asked. But when they got there... Huh. This is really good drinking water, but I thought you said we were going to take me to a salty spring. I did. Taste my cup. Well, you're right, but how? I don't know. The second cup I took out is fresh as can be. And now mine is salty. How weird. Well, I can't build a salt mine if there's salt only half the time. And I can't bring explorers here if the water's only fresh half the time. I guess I'll have to rename this spring again. Treacherous spring. And so it remains to this day. Every once in a while, a person might stumble upon the small pool, but they never stay long. After all, who wants to go where you aren't sure what kind of water you're going to get? The moral is, if we want God to use us, we need to make sure the words that come out of our mouths are always kind. It can be tempting to say things to be mean, but if we do, then our neighbors won't know if we will bring them God's love or our bitter words, and they won't come near us. Just like a spring that gives out both salty and fresh water. Can I stop smiling now? My face hurts. You look thoughtful, Joy. Is everything okay? Yeah, I just had a question about what we've been talking about today. Okay, well, what can I clear up for you? Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've grown up a bit since we first met. And the older I get, it seems the angrier people are. I mean, I don't remember people being so mad at so many people for so many reasons growing up. You got that right. It is pretty intense, that's for sure. Was that your question? N no, but... I was talking with one of my Christian friends about how I feel about well, a certain subject. It doesn't really matter what it was, but they were really supportive and we had a good conversation about it. That doesn't seem so bad. That's what I thought too, Chelsea, until I talked to another one of my Christian friends about it and they just about bit my head off. I was using the same words and even the same attitude and the result was so different. How am I supposed to know how to think about what I'm gonna say when two people who are my friends feel so differently about it? Well, that's a good question. And I think it points out something important about context. We talked about that like a month ago. That's right. Not everyone thinks the same way about things. And even when it comes to Christians. When we are talking to people, it's important to learn how the people listening to us are understanding what we're saying. Sometimes we may mean one thing and someone else hears something completely different. But why? Oh, for all sorts of reasons, I suppose. And that's why it's important to be patient with each other, regardless if we're the ones talking or listening. 
If we don't get frustrated with each other and instead work together to help everyone understand, then we can find ways to agree. But even if we can't find a way to agree on things, we still need to show each other respect and love, treating them the way we would like to be treated. All right. I just wish it was easier than that. Oh, so does everyone, I think. But the way to make it easier is to take the first steps and start listening, as well as choosing our words carefully. Okay, but is this what the Bible says? Oh, I'm sure that if you read Romans 14, Ephesians 4, Colossians 3, and Proverbs, you'll find pretty much everything there. All right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't just list off verses for you to take my word for it, you know. Okay, fine. I'll look it up when I get home. Oh, speaking of which, I'd better get home and start reading up. Thanks again for the books, Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, and thanks for talking with us about us talking. Bet you still wish you had that invention, don't you? I'll work on it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Later. Are you sticking around then, Chelsea? Are you kidding? I've got to get home before I forget what those Bible passages were. I can write them down for you so you won't forget. Okay, I'll turn off the radio for you.